get started. Yeah, let's get going here. members only patreon special for the month expansion pack you know us we're your hosts it's trey john and jeremy wherever yeah. you're, wherever you're placed in these boxes that i'm looking at you at in right now this episode we wanted to do uh we wanted to talk about games that and if you can hear my voice is all fucked up i kind of i had like a cold or something i don't have covid but supposedly so if you noticed if you listen to how weird my voice sounds that's why it sounds like that but i'm here but i'm still here for this podcast because i don't have to go anywhere so i could still record at home Yay. but uh this is actually john's idea for a for a patreon episode and uh you know there's so many there's so many sequels out there in the world now there's like a million like marvel movies or there's like 16 final fantasies or like all these you know i don't know what is there like 13 or 14 mario brothers games like total we thought we'd focus on like video games that only got one game just one game no, one and done. Never got a sequel. Yeah, one and done was the name of it, and that's probably the name we'll keep on the yeah, title. But yeah, I figured we'd just put together uh, our own like little top five of one and done games. And I actually, I thought it might be kind of hard, but I actually came to it much quicker than I thought I would. Like my list came together pretty quickly. I had some trouble with it. I, I had to get some assistance from the internet thinking about games that never got a sequel. Some of them are ones that I've listed on other lists, but whatever. <laughs> it's fine. I made a somewhat flexible but more extensive list that way. I can kind of adapt it as we go. Because I feel like there might be something I mentioned or that I want to say that one of you is already going to say. There's some like there's I think there's some I'm sure really there's good, one obvious ones. Yeah. I, I think there's one of them that Jeremy might mention too. I'd be mm-hmm. kinda I'd be surprised if you didn't. But I don't know. I mean who knows? We don't know yet. That's the fun. I don't. I we don't seen know any, yet. I haven't seen any of your lists, so I don't know what you have. Yeah, I, I, my list was is on Microsoft Notepad. Mine is on my it's it. on my phone. So mine's on our shared document, but don't look at it if you don't want to. I don't look at that though because I know you do that, so I don't want to spoil myself for the episode. So I never look mm-hmm. at the. I never look at what the shared document is. For I want these, to because I don't want to see. Yeah, I don't want to see the list. I want to. I want to react to it in real time because that's where you get the good stuff. That's when you feel genuine. I think we need to make one important clarification, and you know, I'm I'm free to go either way. But are we talking about remakes at all? Do remakes count? Um, it, I mean, if the game was re-released, like I don't think that's I think a problem because I one of, one of one of mine has been has been re-released, but it was not okay, okay. really it was not but, really changed, and it was very it was re-released very quickly after it was. All right, made. well, that's different. I was so, going to say if it was like truly like. If it's like Final Fantasy VII or something, where one they made a one, remake right, like 15 exactly. years later that's completely different, that's kind of like a sequel. Or what was it, like Resident Evil on the GameCube, which had a bunch of extra content added yeah. when, the, when the, the first remake came out, which they've done that with other stuff since. I was, go, was, I was going for like if it's, a sequ- I mean, if it's a sequel or not. Like imagine if there was right. only one Resident Evil. There's only one right. Resident Evil that came out for PlayStation, and then they like remade that they one for GameCube, and they added stuff to it. I guess that wouldn't really count as a sequel because it's a remake of the first maybe like game. a 1.5 yeah because I, I have one i have one that was re-released off my list actually well, a couple, like of, said, two I of them two have, of them were re-released but it, list. but it doesn't really matter i mean they're like hd you know one of them's like an hd but it's not a, it never got a sequel 
I well, was you're in HD. Sequel, sequel, so that makes you know? sense. I mean, the future is HD. We all know that. We've been living in it. Even Every though I don't think this, I don't think this uh, camera is very HD. I think. I well, still you know, pretty, maybe I still, you gotta, I think I still look pretty fuzzy. Maybe you should ask Santa for a new camera. You know, I have one over there for my stream. That one's HD. Looks much better. If you watch okay. the video that we put up, you can see how good my AEW T-shirt looked on it. Looked great. Looks very okay. HD. Anyway, yeah, no, uh, I think, uh, I mean, we can always debate on it. Like it, I just say, like, if there's a sequel, if there's another one that has the same title on it, that maybe has a different uh, subtitle after it or whatever, that's a sequel. You know, like some games got one game for one system and then got like a Game Boy Advance sequel or whatever, you know, but it still has the name on there. That's kind of how I went for it. Like the stuff that I had, I made sure and double checked to make sure they don't have anything else to them. And I think a lot of the companies don't don't even exist anymore. So it's like... (laughs) You know, they couldn't even do it if they wanted to. I also tried to stay away from games that I tend to mention a lot on this on this podcast. I appreciate so that. So that's why no Mr. Gimmick this time. Oh, yeah, that could have been an easy one. I mean, I guess, yeah, yeah. some of the ones I'm, well, there's like one on the list that I did mention on another list, but it's, I think it's still worth mentioning. I think remakes are should be allowed because I just realized some stuff I listed has remakes. Okay. Or, you know, re-releases like with maybe quality of life improvements. I think that, I think that's okay. That's fine. As long as there's not a sequel, like a different game that has mm-hmm. the same title. It doesn't have to have a two on it, but you know. Or like one that has the same name in it, like yeah. Chrono Cross or something. Right. Know. No, that was that was what I struggled with. Yeah, I was gonna say Chrono I don't think I don't think Chrono Trigger counts because it did get a sequel, technically. I mean Final Fantasy, yeah. if you go in that way or like Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest, none of the sequels really take no, you're right. really okay, are the same right. characters continued, but it's the same sort of thing. It's yeah, if we're got, talking about you know, just iteration. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's jump into it. All right. Uh, why don't uh, I was going to say, when do, you, when do you start first? I normally go I'll first. I'll start it. So go start ahead. it off, yeah. Why the hell not? So I thought I'd start with a little bit of a, it's actually available. Anybody can play it. I do believe it's on the, um, the uh, ADS online content. But if it's not and you own the S&K collection, then you have it there. There's a little game called Crystalis. And oh, yeah. it's a it's a pretty cool game. Um, you know, I don't know if it perfectly aged well, but it at the time it was very well received. And I, I mean, I'm looking at the Wikipedia right now, but I'm also remembering for my actual life. We had this game and it looked so good that my mom wanted to play it for watching us play it. And so she actually started playing it and she didn't really get into a lot of adventure type games. She was more of like a game show or like puzzle game fan, you know. And so uh Seeing her play, like get interested in a, an adventure game, I was like, whoa, this must be a pretty good game. And I've gone back to it a few times, but I've never been able to get past like, I think most recently I got the furthest I have. And that was probably like three years ago. And even though it's available on all these different consoles now, well, especially on the Switch, I feel like it's got a good base. It's got a good foundation. And I wish there would have been a proper sequel made to it. And like, a, and I think. Uh, I mentioned way back when, uh, and I don't expect anybody to remember it, but we were talking about Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't isn't Breath of the Wild kind of the spiritual sequel to Cure Crystals? I'm kidding. It's obviously it not had, the same it company. It has a very similar but kind of, yeah. It, it, yeah. it kind of is because because uh, you said I never played it, but you said same sort of thing. The character wakes up in a in a in a world that they don't know, and you just kind of yeah, they wake up like, in like yeah, a, a essentially like a lab, world. a little less uh, you know mystical because. Uh, Breath of the Wild had a nice, I don't know, it's not like steampunk, it's like mystical sci-fi. You know, there's some like, there's some common ground between magic and science fiction that they they achieved there that was really nice. This is kind of doing the same thing, but 
I would say, well, you know, I don't know. I would say everything seems a lot more rundown, but no, that wouldn't work either. You know what? This game does look like a lot like Breath of the Wild. I'm looking at screenshots <laughs> now, just like the world is kind of in a state of decay. And yeah, whatever. It doesn't count because it's not the same game. But yeah, it was made by SNK. So it is on the SNK collection, which goes on sale all the time on the uh, Switch eShop. And it's a pretty cool little museum. You know, recently the Atari 50th anniversary came out. I really want to try that game out. I've I'll, I'll have my eye on it. Sure, we'll be we'll be talking about that one in our next episode. I'm sure because because one of us has it. I know. I'm very very interested it's in it. Me, and I hear but, yeah. um, it's got a great like museum-y kind of thing. And don't you have the SNK collection tray? Because I bought I it. I do. I do. Yeah. You bought it before I did, but I bought it, and I and I do have a lot of fun just pouring through the, all the bonus content that they added to it. So I, I bought it for a really stupid reason, but I totally stand by it. I bought it so I could play Akari Warriors 2 on my Switch because, and I'm talking about Akari Warriors 2, the NES game, because it was just a really weird random game that I got for Easter once from my mom. And it's just, uh, I've never seen it ever re-released on anything. So it was just kind of like, I kind of need to get this game and play it because I just have weird memories of trying to play through it. And that was a big, big reason. That's a big reason why I got that collection because it was Maybe cool that they had the analog. But when Blackthorn came to Switch, you had to get it. You know, I love like, Blackthorn. I love that yeah. game. Yeah, I, I mean, I liked that game's much better than Akari Warriors Two. Akari Warriors Two. But that was the first time it had come back to Nintendo consoles. Was that that uh, uh what are they called? Blizzard thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Blizzard Arcade Collection, or whatever it's called. And I think also it was because it was to play Chris Chrysalis because you had talked about it before. And I think it was before it was available on Nintendo Switch Online also. So I did, yeah. I did fuck around with it. I didn't get very far, but I did play it. I did try to play it for a while. A fun thing about Chrysalis, I always love when this happens, and this happens a lot anymore. It's not as surprising, but I love when the day of the apocalypse is well before where we are now. And this one, uh, October 1st, 1997. <laughs> I never thought about it, but maybe my, my, my mom liked it because that's her birthday. Obviously not the year, but her, she is she was born Oct- October 1st. I wonder if she ever thought. Mm. I like this game's interesting because it's start the, the end of the world was my birthday. It would have been her third oh, I want I won't say your name, Mom. Just kidding. I don't know if she listens to this. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> She's patron, so she can't hear it. You guys hear some stuff even my mom doesn't know about. Anyway, uh when a global thermonuclear war began, blah, 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 yakety schmackety, everything died and we lost technology and we had to sort of re-evolve and there's a lot of mutants and stuff. So it's just a perfect environment to make more games, I think. Chrysalis has a really nice light RPG mechanic where you are actually getting, you know, a little bit like a, a side-scrolling Castlevania game where you're getting XP and you can kind of put it towards different things. But other than that, it's it's pretty straightforward. Like, I don't think... I wouldn't call it open world, even though it does kind of have like an open map. There's a lot of like, you know, very uh, original Zelda, a lot of like um, little gates you have to get through using certain items or whatever. And certain events you have to trigger by talking to people in certain orders, which that's not super cool. That'd be a thing that they could improve in the sequel if they had one. (laughs) But it's a great game. I recommend giving it a try. And I think you'll agree like this is a cool game, like, and maybe even try to get through it, you know, using re- the rewind feature and the save states. Maybe I could eventually. And um, I know they did really, re- when I was talking about this earlier in the pre-show, this did get re-released on the Game Boy Color as well. Okay. So it, it was re-released once before. That's fine. On a Nintendo console, but it, I guess it was a pretty bad port. 
But the one we have now on the Switch is, is just fine. As far as I can tell, it's a one-to-one ROM thingy. Yeah, that's mine. That's so, one of mine. So you never made it's it. It's my th- number five. You never made it through the game then, I take it? I haven't, no, but I, I would love to someday. I guess it's kind of got a bit of a, uh, also like, I'll say, I think the Mana games came out after this, but it's got the same sort of like, if you just keep like rapidly hitting the attack button, you're going to do really low damage. You got to kind of let your... You got to kind of let it recharge. Exactly. It's called force and it like kind of, it builds back up in between using it. It's essentially a stamina meter. Yeah. I, I like that about the Secret of Mana games. They're not on, yeah, they're not on here, obviously, because it's a bunch of them. But yeah, no, I, I know, I know what you mean about like where you gotta, you can't just like hammer it. Mm-hmm. You just have to, you gotta wait a minute. No, it's a cool game. It's on Nintendo Switch Online. Check it out. I think it looks nice for what it was. Hi, number five pick is a pick and flick adventure. Boogerman. I'm Booger talking Man. about Boogerman. <laughs> I guess yeah. Boogerman did never did get a sequel, did he? Boogerman never got a sequel. He did reappear in Clay Fighter 63 and a third, but that doesn't count. Yeah. Um, not his game. So we never got a sequel to Boogerman, and I thought he was a cool character. I think the game, um, I only played it, I think, once, like way back when it came out. So I have, I have vague memories of the actual game itself. Um, I've heard that it's like an okay game, not a great game, but okay game. Uh, I more so reacted to the character. Like, I thought, this is cool, you know. Just having a disgusting middle-aged man who thinks he's a superhero, like throw boogers and fart, and like this was totally appealing to me as an eleven-year-old, and still appeals to me as a forty-year-old. I would like to see more of Boogerman. He's a cool character. Bring him back. I like the whole um, style of it. it. You know, kind of looking something like like an Arkham comic. You know, kind of rough around the edges a little bit. I think uh, there's a lot of potential there for for a sequel. All these years later, I mean, we boogers still exist. Like we still deal with them on uh, the regular day to day. So I know, I know, I've tried to play this game before, but it probably was like a a kiosk or something like that, if I remember correctly. And I I remember there being a a real like kind of you kind of got to get used to like how the action. Like there's a bit of a delay between when you hit the button, if I remember correctly. Which there's other games like that, right? Get used to it, but it had that sort of heavy feel which I guess maybe matches the fact that he's not really a superhero. Um, I guess I, I, I've i never tried to play it since. That's just all I remember, other than the obvious things like the snot and the farts and the... And toilets. The I think we mentioned Booger I believe Man. they were going for... With the, with the delay, Like I believe they were going for like uh, good quality animation. That's mm-hmm. a trade-off with video game animation. Do you want to have like really fluid, you know, complex animations uh, at the sacrifice of... of you know, rapid response for your controls and all that. Mm-hmm. I think Man maybe went a little too far toward trying to look good versus play good. It's not like it, it can anticipate when you're about to hit the button right. to, to start the recoil or whatever, or that whatever right. the, uh, the animation, the, the coil. Whatever. Yeah, it's interestingly, uh, Wikipedia says uh, that Game Pro's Manny La Mancha uh, said that it comes off as a parody of Disney, Disney's Aladdin on Genesis, which I never would have thought that that Boogerman was a wouldn't yeah. have thought that either, but a maybe of just the way, like I was saying, trying to have really good animation. I, I guess because of like the up and like the verticality to it, like the up and down stuff that you do as well. Also, yeah. uh, interestingly, uh, Boogerman did make an appearance in a in like the re-release of Earthworm Jim that came out in like 2013. I guess you got him as a for any forty dollar backers. 
for the uh, oh he was like an avatar that you, you got, got you got a co-op mode featuring fe- uh, featuring booger man remember that there was a re-release of birth of gem in 2013 oh there was i so played, was I played it on playstation 3 game? Uh, yeah, it was uh, the same company because Earthworm Jim was also in, in Play Fighters. Yeah. Yeah. Interplay, that's right. But it was shi- eventually like it, there was a division called Shiny Entertainment or whatever. Right. But right. well, yeah, they were they were all in the same world because uh, yeah, Boogerman was in there and Earthworm Jim was also in Clay Fighter, I think, on one of them. Like they were all kind of eventually that weird Messiah that game, that weird game oh, where yeah, you were like a, a cherub or something. I never played it, but I was really interested in it. I, I remember that. I saw an Earthworm Jim's about in it. it. I don't know if it references that, but I mean it's. The same creators. It's a shiny game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. David, uh, what's his name? Perry. Mm-hmm. Steve Perry's younger brother. No, I don't know that mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, that was, that was one game that I just kind of played a little bit. I like rented it a couple times. I was like, hmm. Well, I won't stop believing that we could have a Burgerman sequel. I mean, they, you know, they re-released, uh, they re-released Earthworm Jim on PlayStation 3. I bought that game. And there was an added, there was an added boss where you fought the keyboard cat where I was like, okay, this is weird. Because <laughs> it's like, it was a meme that I didn't really know anything about at the time, and it was in a game that I had played so much. It's like, I guess, I guess videos, I guess video games are have gone to a place I don't understand anymore. That's what I felt like when I saw it. What if they brought Boogerman back, but you know they really lead into it's Boogerman number two, and now you know regulations are a lot more lax. He can throw shit. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's do it. He does deal with. I was saying he did deal with a lot of toilets, and I think we mentioned mm-hmm. it in our number two episode. So, and he's just calling back to like you know. There was a time in the in our ancestors, you know, evolutionarily. That's what we did. Through pooping each other. <laughs> I mean, we did. Yeah, I mean, we. It's it was a, part of the cave. The cave. It's a games. mobile scent bomb. It's true. It's a stinky bomb. Uh, I think we can move on from the stinky bomb. There. <laughs> the next thing. Let's see. What's my number five? Oh yeah, my number five is. Uh, I, th- I think I mentioned this on our top NES episode. I don't remember. But uh, my number five is uh, the game Metal Storm, which is a very mm-hmm expensive video game because the, Irem game, because right? the company doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Uh, Irem it's got, it's got a big mech on it, like a big cool looking mech with a, uh, with a gun on the front cover. Um, it's it, it, uh, you know, you can, you can uh, play with the, with the uh, gravity. You can flip from the top to the bottom whenever you want. Um, and there's levels based around that. I thought it had incredible animation when it came out on the NES. It was one of those games that like I read about it in Nintendo power and then I rented it. And I think it was one of the first games I bought from like, uh, Funko Land. Whenever I went there, whenever I went to a place that had old games, like when I was in high school, I was like, "I'm buying Metal Storm," and I still have it because apparently it's very expensive. And that now. was smart of you. You didn't even yeah. know it at the time. I bought well, it. You actually, you did because you you were smart because it's a good game and you wanted to play it. I just wanted to play it, yeah, because I remember renting it and I just loved it so much. And it was like, you know, you know, we have like those those list of things, you know, it's like the first time you ever torrented something. Not that anybody would do that, but. Uh, you know, you have like, it's like the first thing you download is like, maybe like Batman, the animated series or X-Files mm-hmm. or something like that. Like, that's what I did. It's always like, I'm going to get the whole series or everybody, the whole, the whole first season. Or it's something. kind of the same thing where you have those like games in your mind that you're going to get whenever you find a, mm-hmm. you know, back in the day when we didn't have like, you know, it wasn't, ex- it wasn't all that easy to find used games in places, you know? So that was uh metal storm was a game that had gotten away from me and I always wanted to play it again and I bought it. And never got a sequel, never, you know, I think the company, like, didn't last very long after it came out. But it was great. It had a really good soundtrack. The animation is incredible on it. I remember that. And I think I was really impressed with it for a big reason. The because physics of the, are really cool, yeah. Yeah, the physics are cool, but also the, the sprite is really large. Like, the sprites are very mm-hmm. big, and but not in, like, a 
not in a way to where you can't play. Like I thought it's just like the big mech that moved around and was animated really well. I, was, I thought it was neat. And the and the bosses they had interesting bosses too that played with like verticality and all that stuff. And I was like, this game's cool. So yeah, that was what I thought of pretty quickly when I when the idea was was brought up. I was like, oh yeah, what about uh, what about Metal Storm? That's a that's a game that has a that only has one game. <laughs> what do you see? Like, uh, do you have any idea in your head of what a sequel to that could be like? What could they do to make it better? Or is it so good that just more of the same would work? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, I mean, it, it was if if it was to get a sequel, I would like to see like a like an HD two D version of it, like that sort of thing. Like, I don't want. It seems a little little bit uh, too much to ask for like a fully three D like a uh, gravity altering adventure. That seems a little crazy, like off front. But if they could do like a pretty solid, like you know, couple hour uh, side scroller that just had really really nice uh, HD sprites and all that, I think it'd be really cool. Maybe so if it was maybe, an actual sequel with yeah, similar mechanics. Maybe, maybe include the original NES game on there, like unaltered or something mm. like that. Metal That'd Storm Two awesome. for like the five of you that remember the game from NES. Which has Metal Storm <laughs> been made available again through no virtual console? It has not. That's what makes it extra expensive because it was never re released. Mm. So the only way to get it is to aside from paying it, well, it the, or you know, torn it or not that, yeah. whatever, rom it, you know, those things that that those might not that you should not. Not do the most whatever. noble approach, but well, sometimes as an historian, all you can do. Well, for some things, uh, yeah, for Metal Storm, you're not going to be able to get it. I mean, it's probably like a hundred plus. Yeah, like I'm looking at right now, uh, 150 dollars for the cartridge by itself. But you own it. I do. <laughs> Because I bought it from Funko Land when I was a teenager, so I got ahead of it. I worked at a Funko Land for a couple of weeks. I thought it was a GameStop, or well, I don't remember. They all it was kinda, a Funko Land. Was it, it got bought Funko? out by? Okay. It got bought out by GameStop like while I was doing my temp work there. I think mm. if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was just like a seasonal thing for the Christmas holiday. If they if they want people to go to GameStop again, they should start selling old games. I know Jer- John said that you stopped, you stopped going to GameStop because uh, because they stopped selling like that Wii and Wii U games. Like if they want people yeah, to come should. there, just sell old physical games. Like just turn yourself into like a a used game place. I think more people be interested in that That's and fucking was Funko Pops. Before. You know, like I'd rather go see that and go within whatever the fuck it is yeah. now, where there's like all these extra like T-shirts and Funko Pops and whatever else garbage there that they sell. change your name to GameStop Land. Don't have Funko Pops. And everything will be full circle. There you go. We can move on from that. Hey, hey, you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Domain. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! 
Patreon.com slash Nintendo Made Podcast. Game over. <laughs>